Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Welcome back to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast. You may have heard that mortgage rates are down again to historic lows. So is this a good time to refinance your home mortgage? It might be. A mortgage is usually the largest debt you have, and home mortgage interest payments usually make up one of our biggest expenses each month. It may be a good time to refinance and lower that burden. So what kinds of things should you consider when making this big decision? The first question is maybe kind of obvious. Is the interest rate you could qualify for now lower than what you already are paying? As I just mentioned, interest rates are already at historic lows, which is certainly a major factor in what kind of interest rate you can get in a refinance. So is your credit score. Has your credit taken a hit because you've been late or unable to make payments on your mortgage, credit cards, or other loans? The rate you can get in a refinance may not be as good as what you already have. In this case, it might not make sense to refinance. If you've been careful with your credit, you may qualify for a better rate. Are you making less money now than when you applied for your initial mortgage? Lenders don't like to see mortgage payments making up more than 35% of your income. So if your income has decreased, maybe due to reduced hours, taking a lower paying job, or maybe you or your spouse have been out of work, you may not get a low rate, or you might not even qualify for a refinance at all. The second consideration is what is the value of your home compared to your mortgage? Has the value of your home gone up? Often when you refinance a mortgage, you'll need to get a current appraisal of the value of your home. So if the value of your home now is even higher compared to the amount you borrow, you can often qualify for lower interest rates. Also, generally speaking, if you borrow more than 80% of your home's value, you'll be required to pay for private mortgage insurance, or PMI. This is usually added to your monthly mortgage payment. When you can refinance at 80% or less of your home value, you can avoid this extra monthly payment, saving you money. Let's say you initially financed your home by putting 10% down and getting a mortgage for the other 90%. If your home cost $100,000, that means you put down $10,000 and got a mortgage for $90,000. If you have a conventional loan, you're probably paying PMI. What if today the value of your home has gone up to $110,000? 
and you've managed to pay your mortgage down to 85,000. If you refinance now, that $85,000 mortgage is just 77% of the current value of your home. That's like putting 23% down, which means you wouldn't be required to pay PMI, saving you that money each month. Now a special note for listeners that are veterans with a VA loan or anyone with a U.S. Department of Agriculture mortgage. This isn't really a factor for you because these loans don't require PMI, even if you've financed more than 80% of your home value. Another possible benefit of refinancing when the value of your home has gone up is that now you may qualify for a home equity line of credit, or HELOC for short. If you've already qualified for a HELOC, you may now qualify for a higher amount. A HELOC is a line of credit that in some ways is similar to a credit card. Your bank will give you a pre-approved maximum credit amount you can borrow against your home. This is in addition to and separate from your mortgage. On a HELOC, you only pay interest on it when you borrow money. And you can borrow money anytime, usually by writing a check or using a debit card. And generally, you pay it down anytime as well, allowing you to manage your credit. The interest rates on these HELOCs are usually higher than your mortgage interest rates, but much lower than credit card interest rates. So if you're careful with your budget and spending, a HELOC can be an added safety tool. Another important thing to consider is the term or length of time for paying back your new mortgage when you refinance. For example, if you have 25 years left on your 30-year mortgage now and refinance to a new 30-year mortgage at lower interest rates, your monthly payments will definitely be lower. Part of that decrease is because of the lower interest rate. But these payments are also lower because you'll now be making more of those payments you're tacking on a whole another 30 years to the five years of payments you've already made. So in the long run, you may not be saving nearly as much as you'd hoped. Which brings me around to the next thing to consider, closing costs. As you might remember from the first mortgage you got, what you paid to get your home was more than just the purchase price. Closing costs include several fees like an application fee, appraisal and inspection fees, title fees, and possibly even prepayment penalties. Typical closing costs for refinancing are one to 5% of your mortgage's principal. That's the amount you borrow. So for a $100,000 loan, that's one to $5,000 in upfront fees. You can often add those fees to your mortgage loan just remember, this will increase your payments and the interest you'll pay over the life of your loan. Other things to consider are how much time is left on your current mortgage. And do you plan to move or think you may sell your home in the next few years? Because refinancing comes with these upfront closing costs, you want to make sure you have enough years of lower interest rate savings 
to make up for the upfront fees and save you money overall. If you'd like to explore your options on your own, there are some useful calculators available on the internet. You can find one of these at bankrate.com slash calculators slash mortgages slash refinance calculator. And don't feel like you need to dash over and grab a pen and paper to jot that down. I'll put that link in the show notes. These calculators allow you to put information about your current mortgage loan and your proposed refinance loan, including the closing costs and fees. It will then calculate things like your monthly savings, the difference in the overall interest you pay, total costs, and the months you would need to pay on your new mortgage to recoup those upfront costs. If the months you would need to recoup your costs is longer than you plan to stay in your home, it's not worth refinancing right now. But if you're staying in your home long-term or until the mortgage is paid off, you can save thousands of dollars in total interest payments, especially if you pay the new mortgage off by the same year you would have paid off your original mortgage. Lastly, consider is it worth the hassle? It takes time and energy to research current rates and options, compare it with your current mortgage and plans, and then do all the paperwork. You could really save a substantial amount if you can lower your interest payments over years though. It's usually worth at least doing enough research to make a rough comparison. Review what the interest rate and the balance on your current mortgage are. Find out if your home's value has risen in your area since you bought it. Check with a mortgage broker or online for average refinance rates right now. And try that one of those online calculators to see what you might save. Does it look promising? Well, now may be a great time to refinance and save. Have any questions on today's podcast? Or maybe you have an idea you'd like to hear discussed on a future episode. I always love hearing from you. Visit our website at www.moneypilotadvisor.com to contact us and find additional information. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.